Hello and welcome to the KK Wrestle Factory. We are back after another brief hiatus from our last episode. Brief. It, it's it's not as long as the last one, I guess. But we're we're back. It's almost Christmas. Um, <laughs> Surprise! So we're here. This is ultimately the present that you're going to get. We're back, and it is our WrestleZone Christmas Chaos review today. Because um, we're just a WrestleZone podcast now, really. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. We thought the last one went down so well. You know, we got a lot of good feedback on it. <laughs> it's because it's the only one we've done. No, we did one in between, remember? We did a, an episode in between. It was terrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we got some good reviews on the uh, the WrestleZone review for Halloween hijinks. A lot of shout-outs on other podcasts. You know, we've been mentioned on Mickey's Mosh Pit pretty much every every fortnight. That makes me very happy, so it's that's good. I will say, the episode with Looking Sharp, we didn't get a shout-out, which is you know disappointing. It's probably the first one we've, we've not had some sort of mention, or I've not had some sort of mention. I think the sooner we just get him on here, the better. It'll be more exciting. <laughs> guest number one. Okay, we're booking guests now. <laughs> um, so, for those of you who haven't tuned in before, I'm assuming most of you have. Um, because, again, I think more people listen to the reviews because they want to hear what we thought of them. Um, no, they want to hear what I thought of them. Yeah. Um, you're all a bunch of narcissists, that's what it is, isn't it? Well, okay, we've got like three fans and you've just ruined it for all of them. Thanks. And one's your mum. Well, my mum's not listening for a review, is she? She's a big fan. She loves everything you do. That's true. That's very true. Um, We have four fans, but well, she died. That took a dark (laughs) turn. Jesus Christ. Anyway, for those of you who haven't listened before, my name is Kyle... Um, I am one half of the K&K Wrestle Factory <laughs> and uh, the, the chuckles you can hear in the background, that is my wonderful co-host, Kayleigh Laugh. <laughs> well, the name's fitting, in it? <laughs> At least somebody's laughing. So, we took our, our second, well, your second trip up to Aberdeen for WrestleZone. Aye. It was an eventful weekend. Oh. It was. It was. Uh, it was something. I'm still defrosting. It was so cold. It was. It was. It wasn't the best of times. I think traveling for the wrestling is great during the summer. Yeah. Right? You know, shorts on. Not even just for it. Like Aberdeen, like Glasgow's cold. Like it's freezing, but we don't have water, so you kind of forget how cold it makes the <laughs> shark. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you, but you know, like the wind chill factor that comes off the sea so we don't have that we've just got the Clyde which is just hanging so you don't really get that here fair you do get that sort of that sea breeze which uh, isn't the best to be honest um, so yeah we will get into our, our review of the weekend mm-hmm. um, but first I just wanted to mention that I don't know how this happened right but um, we sent a wee screenshot from Billy Strachan the other day by the time I checked it we had slipped down uh, but we were number 38 on the iTunes chart for wrestling podcasts yeah but can we talk about who was under us so below us was um, After the Bell with Corey Graves down our <sighs> The Art of Wrestling from Colt Cabana yeah. Insight with Chris Van Vliet The Wrestling Inc podcast um, Colt Cabana's new podcast Wrestling Anonymous which is actually really good and another podcast um, The New Days the RBE podcast 
So those were all below us. Someone definitely thinks we're someone else. Someone has definitely been sacked at iTunes for messing up those charts. Yeah, but see now, see even though I know we're terrible, my goal is now to take over someone good. Yeah, so we, we did slip down the, the, the charts, but that screenshot is now going to live with me forever. As we get more than 38 now. And, 37, I'm cool. And all I'm going to say is, Cock Cabana, get up, yeah. <laughs> Folks, when I see I'm punk fan. Well, you've taken that. You've taken that a bit far, I would say. I don't get, don't get tuck, don't get sides in that. Don't get involved in that little tussle, the litigation battle. Fair enough. But with that aside, we're now gonna start talking about our weekend. So, like you said, it was absolutely freezing. Um, as you know, most people know, neither of us drive. So it was a I've it was a mega bus it was a mega bus experience once again. Bus was alright, wasn't it? So again, let's paint the picture. We had to get up at what, like seven in the morning? Yeah. Which yeah. is psychotic. Um yeah, gone to town, everything was cool, got the bus. I like it just now. See, during lockdown, they upgrade you for free to the fancy bus. Which is class. So I've now hacked it. If you go upstairs to the back, you've got a massive table, which means that you can sleep on it. Not like full-scale lines <laughs> on the table. <laughs> um, but like sit in your seat and like cross your arms and like have your head on the table. Um, life hack. So yeah, the bus was all right. Um, the people sitting beside us were actually kind of all right because there's nothing worse. I say it every time. So we've now started getting the bus direct Glasgow to Aberdeen because see if you do the wrong thing and get the one that stops in Perth and Dundee, you can tell the people that are getting off at Dundee because they're always the one eating some sort of fishy sandwich and just chewing in your ear and trying to sit on your knee. You might end up sitting next to Braveheart as well. So yeah, like now there's always some sort of cretin that's trying to sit on you um, on the way to Dundee. I've just not got time. I'm not... I was going to say, I'm not a people person. I am... But if I don't like you, I'll tell you. And I just don't have the time for that, especially that time in the morning. Don't have time to try and pretend to be polite. You don't so, anyway, so... I'm nice to some people. I'm nice to you all the time. You were actually on your best behaviour at WrestleZone. Um, what are you trying to say? I mean, your your patience was being tested at several times, <sighs> right? but you were, you were you were on your best behaviour, which was I am a happy zone, because I swear to God, at some parts... We'll get to that in a minute, though. There were some parts I was like, are you having a laugh? Well, before we, we get to the show, we did have the uh, the famous Nando's incident. Right, so for anyone that doesn't know Kyle, which is most of you, um, Kyle does this thing where... Oh! I think more people listening to this would know me than you. Yeah, but they don't know you know you. They know, like, strong Kyle or whatever you wear on Twitter. They know, they know Kyle what UK, yeah. I don't know the, the real Kyle what deep cuts. Deep cuts? Alright, okay. So anyway, um so Kyle does this thing. He's like the softest person you'll ever meet. Um but he does it for some reason he likes to pretend that he can eat spicy food, but he can't. You know that little Britain sketch <laughs> where the, the guy's like, Give me the spiciest curry you've got and then he like gets the curry and he's like, oh, I love it spicy and then when he eats it he goes, that's Kyle. So basically, whenever we get anything spicy, he'll always get the spiciest one and then he'll start crying about it. So, of course, 
Kyle thought it would be the best idea when we're out in public in Nando's with Mark, who's not here, still dead from the last episode. Um, his, his house is blown away like in The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> well, he does live in the middle of nowhere. His Literally. Little, his little purple Adidas shoes are <laughs> under the house. Oh, I've been crushed! <laughs> um, so we were all there and Kyle thought it would be funny to get the hottest... Um... No, I didn't, I didn't do the hottest. I just went hot. Did you not? All right, well, you got hot. So... Basically, to paint the wee story again, me and Mark sitting, we've got our wee butterfly chicken, we're just having a nice conversation. Look over to the side, Kyle is bright red, there is smoke coming out of his ears. He's just sitting going, <gasps> and I'm like, what on earth are you doing? Like, people are staring at us, like, what is your problem? Just puffing, just absolutely puffing of heat. Um, It was disgusting. Like, what was going through your head? I mean... It was. It wasn't that bad. You're you're overselling it a wee bit. Wasn't that bad? You were crying. There were there were tears involved, but ultimately my big mistake was that um, I I got a wee because you get the refills in Nando's right. So I got the wee a wee glass of Fanta right. Mistake already because fizzy food or fizzy juice when you've had spicy food hurts your tongue more. Yeah. Factual information. <laughs> you want something soothing. Okay. You want an alkaline rather than acid. Where were you getting that in the middle of Nando's? Milk. They don't sell milk? Well, I wanted a milk. Okay. okay. So I had to go with uh, a water, which technically a water is slightly alkaline. Slightly alkaline. So, you know. <laughs> You're actually boring. So I had the Fanta, right? And I'm, I was tanned the Fanta, sweat dripping down my head, tears coming out my eyes. But then I went, oh, I've run out of Fanta. Can't do this juiceless. Let's pop over and get the juice. But being the conscientious, you know, sort of COVID protocol person, I didn't want to, you know, get up without my mask. I wanted to look after the rest of the patrons of uh, <laughs> Nando's Union Square. You know, there's a there's a new variant going around. I don't want to be, to be you know, worrying people, right? <laughs> so pop the mask on. But I don't know if you've noticed this with masks. Whatever comes out your mouth goes up your nose. <laughs> so I'm breathing straight fire out my mouth. It's going up my nose. It was just a vicious cycle. <laughs> so I'm going, whole way, whole way over, right? I'm getting my juice, get the mask off. It, it just caused chaos. Also, if we can talk about while well, you're sweating, making noises, crying, just the whole shebang, me and Mark are just ignoring you and just eating chicken because we thought this is just what Kyle does so he's prancing all the way over to get his juice acting like he's dying in some sort of bush tucker trial and me and Mark are just sitting there going oh, are you enjoying the chicken? Oh, I'm enjoying the chicken um, but then you came back you still had half your wrap left um, again it was a whole facade because he was just pissing a sweat and um, you went for the second half and I swear to God I thought I was just going to leave you there the fact that you turned up an absolute sweaty mess to the wrestling. I was fine by then. I'm glad you're at a press room worked. I was, I was fine by the time you guys even finished your meals. No, you weren't. I was. Kyle, you're still going on about it today. And this is like, what, four days later? Yeah, but I, I mean, I was, just, I, was, I was ready for another go. I was ready for another round. Bring me another rap. <laughs> Let's no. go for it. No, you're banned. You're actually banned. Well, no, because here's the thing, right? I normally get hot from Pepe's. Pepe's isn't Nando's? I know. Just chicken. No, but it's on the same level. It's on the same scale. So they've got the mild, the the hot, the extra hot. 
So I went, I'm a hot guy, right? <laughs> okay. I'm a, like Mr. Gunn, he's an ass man. I'm a hot man. I love the chicken. I love fajitas. I've got the, got the song going, right? Oh, so no. I'm like, I'm, I go for hot. Right? That so makes you're sense. a hot man? So I thought they're both peri Hold on! I'm a fucking road dog. Maybe. <laughs> you can get a tattoo in the back of your head or something. Okay. Starting crack. Um, as I was as I was saying, <laughs> so I thought, right, I'm getting the hot. We're, we're good to go. I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable at this level. Okay. Turns out Nando's and, and Pepe's, even though they're both peri-peri places, different heats, different magnitudes. Can I tell you that? So, again, um, we'll see what happens next time. Um, I did enjoy Nando's. That was my first Nando's experience. Um, so I did enjoy it. It's class. Even though Kaylee discovered you don't have to have two sides. No, they don't make it really clear. They went, you can have what you're having or you can add on two sides. I thought you had to have two sides. So I always get like double chips. No, they said you can add two sides. I thought you had to have two. So I've been eating two sides of everything. It turns out you didn't have to. But the worst part is you ordered two of the same side. You ordered double chips. It's fine, you paid for it. So I could do what I want. Um, but that wasn't even it. So then after that, Mark decided to drive us. Also, first of all, so as you all know, on Saturday it was pouring. It was disgustingly rainy as well as cold. And Mark decides, in a multi-storey car park of like five floors and only one of them's outside, he had to park outside the furthest away from the door. What's wrong with him? We'll not pull on that thread. <laughs> okay. It's not fair to the boy, he's not here. Okay, but then he did turn on his seated seat, so that was nice. At least that I got nice hit up. But then it was just like I was soggy and warm. So think of that how you wish. Um, then we got to this massive Tesco, which was fine. Uh, nothing really happened there. And then we got to the venue, which the venue was quite cool looking for the outside. It was quite nice. So we community centre, wasn't it? Yeah, Dyson Community Centre. Um, it's not far from where I grew up. Um, I'm, I'm from Bridget On, so I uh, know the area quite well. Um it is what it says in the tin to be honest wrestling didn't actually use it that often um, until I want to say recently but it was probably about five years ago but you know when I first started going to wrestling it wasn't a venue they used but um, it's definitely a venue that that works my only criticism is that because it has no heating it wasn't the best to have in the middle of winter because it was freezing yeah this that's is, the one thing this is a public service announcement first of maybe many on this, um, to wrestlers on management. Um, I know you're listening. Um, don't run Dainston in the middle of December. It's very cold. But... But the Northern Hotel was very warm. No, but wait. So maybe it run was very that. cold, which means you didn't heat up any smells. Now that, last time. That is a positive. So I came out of it, I could breathe fine. That's true. But also the smells weren't there. Exactly. The majority of the smells weren't actually class. there. So it was, uh, it was actually a, a nice, nice evening. So yeah, so the venue-wise, I liked the venue. I had a tuck shop, which I love eating, so class. Um, we got a good spot. It was all fun. It was all fun and games. Now, the queue... I'm going to bite my tongue just now. I'm going to let you explain it first, because I'm still trying to get over what happened. Um... Well, Kaylee made a friend. Um, uh, don't you dare. 
But what was nice was we obviously pulled up in the car and we, we didn't actually leave that that late. Um, we realised that obviously we're in we're in town, we're in Union Square, and Aberdeen were playing at home, and we thought, knowing what Aberdeen's like, traffic can be a bit funny after games, so let's make sure we get there before the Aberdeen game is finished. So we probably got to the venue about five o'clock. Um, we were meant to get at six. Uh, we kind of sat in the car for a bit. And we were actually confused because there was literally three people in the queue. Yeah, so last time there was about 40, 50 people just standing from, I don't know, from about eight in the morning. Um, but there was only three people. So we were like, right, okay, why don't we just... So we were like, let's just get out of the car. I kind of wanted to see what the area was like anyway. So we got out of the car and we thought, oh, we'll just go and stand in the queue, see what it's like. Um, now, after what happened, I realised that that was actually, it was Mark and Kyle's ploy to make me speak to people in the queue, which I'm not doing again. Um, so we got there, and um, what the hell happened after that? I mean, not to not to get into too much um, detail, but um, I got a character assassination. Yeah, so someone basically said... You can't be Kyle. Kyle used to be skinny and you're fat. That was number one. Um, someone told me to love my accent. Now, that's the worst part about me. And I have a lot of bad things, but this accent is terrible. No one wants to listen to this. No one ever thinks a Glaswegian accent is nice. Like, honestly, it's the most repulsive accent you can get. So the fact that people even listen to this, me talking, is like a big deal. Um, it's a whole thing. Met a lot of regulars, that's all I'm going to say. Um, they all seemed fascinated in just me being like a massive pink-haired Glaswegian. I was about to say, in their defence, you did just dye your hair pink, so yeah, it, it's a lot right now. It's very bright. True. I did also have a jumper on, so I had a um, a like flashing Christmas jumper, which I turned it on. They all came to me like moths, so I turned it right off and put my jacket back on because I was like, ah, I've made a bad decision here. It was really cool, though. Actually, before we, we jump into that, on the topic of jumpers, right? Okay. I actually asked Twitter for some questions. Okay. Uh, We've got a couple so oh, far. No. Um, so, again, these don't really relate too much to the show, so we're, we're better to get them in before we, we start going okay. into the, the details of the show. So, first question came in from friend of the podcast, Mr. Billy Strachan. Oh, he's um, our number one slash number two guest on here. At the uh, Scottish Wrestling Network. Big fan of Billy and his missus. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna even promote his website because if you're listening to this, you 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 know Billy and you know SWN. Yes. So it's a, it'd be a bit silly. So um, Billy's question was: uh, Was there a pishy seat this time? No. There was not. No pishy seat. Thank seats. God. But the good thing is about Denston, the seats are all plastic. So even if there was, definitely way more equipped. Exactly. To easy wipe. I'll be wipe. <laughs> True. No Febreze needed. <laughs> Febreze, that thing needs like put a fire. You know those uh, YouTube channels with like the the like power wash car seats. Yeah. And they do that <laughs> and get it all out. That's what. <laughs> honestly, I thought Martin Clunas was going to have to do that. <laughs> nah, he definitely would have had that seat. There was no way he was cleaning that. Nah, they're, they're <laughs> I don't know losing their deposit. Are they? So that's why they're not coming back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Anarchy gets moved, you know why. So that was the first question. Thank you very much, Billy. Okay. Um, second question, I'm probably going to have to explain a bit to you here because you're not very attentive. 
And in your defence, you do need glasses, but you don't wear them, so you probably don't recognise people. Yeah, I don't like looking. Okay, so um, question from one half of the WrestleZone commentary team, Reese Dawkins, the one who you said was dressed as Shrek at uh, Halloween Hijinx. Was he not? He was not. What was he dressed as? Uh, it was like Macbeth or something like that, or something. You can't say that, though. What do you mean? Alright, do you not know anything about that play? You can't say that name, it's called the Scottish play. How am I allowed to say that? I'll explain to you later on. I, I did though, I just said it. It's bad luck. Am I going to get cancelled? If you say it three times, you can like die. Mate, it's like saying like... Beetlejuice. Anyway, go on. Or like... <laughs> or something. <gasps> um... So what did say? Moving on. Um, so, I'm just going to chat my door now. And what? What's he going to do? Choke me up. People like that? I'm kidding. It's fine, I'm, I'm a guy. Um, so... <laughs> right, hurry up with what you're trying to say. What did Shrek ask? Moving on. Um, so, Reese asked, who had the better jumper? Him? Or James Chester, who's the other um, commentator? I'm going to show you a photo just so you recognise. Okay. The one who was Wolfpack Sting right. last time. I didn't see you what they were wearing. Well, this... The photos? Um, don't think they have photos to be honest, um, but what I'm so I'm I'm gonna have to answer this one. I think because they sort of wearing. Can you tell me, and I'll decide just now. I mean, I can't even remember in detail what they were wearing. Because I'm a fashion icon. But I know this is this is my answer, right? Is that Reese Dawkins wins? Okay. Explain. And I'll tell you for why, because without even thinking about this, throughout the night I actually looked at his jumper and went, "That's a nice jumper." What jumper was it? It was like a greeny sort of Christmas jumper. It was quite nice. It was like a it was like a dark green. No wait, someone had a Grinch jumper on. Don't was him. Right, well next time tell me what jumper you had on and we'll find out. Ask him, ask him now. I mean I'm not pausing to, to get <laughs> photos. Um but yeah, again I would I'm gonna say recess to win that one because again it was more memorable. I, yeah, don't, for I don't remember what James was wearing. For context, I'm not rude. I literally need glasses really badly. Um, that's why a lot of time when I'm watching wrestling, people think I'm giving them stink face. It's not. I genuinely can't see. That's why I like to beat the front, so I can try and see movements. Um, I had glasses. I sat in them. <laughs> <laughs> and then I tried to get new glasses. I tried to get new glasses, and then they just I felt they didn't fit my face. So I've just accepted I'll get glasses eventually. <laughs> they didn't fit your face, so you had like what, like little tiny ones. Little, nah, little I've just got like a really wide. I feel like I've got a really wide face, and these just looked not right. They're not the look I was going for. Is if someone's taking a normal face and just sort of stretched it? Right, you've mm. went too far now. <laughs> like, you know, on, you know, on the Wii, how you used to get the me's and you just kind of this just, isn't to even drag funny. Face. Stop! <laughs> I swear, I'm being bullied. People can hear you bullying me. Um, so yeah, if, if I see your jumpers, I'll tell you. But I was really focused on no one in that crowd speaking to me. That I didn't really look to where anyone was. I was just looking in my like general direction to see if someone was coming up. Because a couple of times people just tried to speak to me again and I just had to pretend I couldn't hear them. It was too much. Fair. I'll, I'll give you that one. Mm-hmm. So, I take it we need to just start talking about the show then. That's all that's left. Let's to, go. That's all that's left to talk about. So there's a lot. Ow, that was me just hitting my knee. Um, there was a lot of good things in the show. 
Oh, before we even get into the actual matches, um, I would just like to give a shout out to Martin Clunas, who is still living in the year 2020. <laughs> and banned from Twitter. <laughs> no, he's back now, he's back now. Um, but, um, yes, yeah, so as always, Martin Clunas opens up the, the show, gets us all a wee, wee bit of hype behind us I all. I like him, he's a nice man. He is, terrible to get in a ring. But. <laughs> Don't eat. Sorry, I've just stopped laughing about that. Can we not bring that back up again? So, first match of the night was the VIP ticket holder match, and it was two of the brand new grad- graduates of the WrestleZone Training Academy. By the way, the two very good. You know for a fact they're going to go really. So I spoke about Evan Young last time. I think he looks really good. He's got a lot of potential. He, you can tell he's really. He takes in what's going on. Do you know what I mean? He like he was feeding off the crowd a bit. He was kind of looking around. He, you can see that he really takes on what people were saying. Because even from the last time we saw him, I felt like he'd improved. His mum was the best part of that whole show, though. I will say, his mum can start a chant. She can make a chant. She can do anything. Just hire her. Um, it's and- a stunt, mum. <laughs> and then Ronan is the guy, yeah. Um, well, we've not even said what the match was. So it was. Ro- oh. <laughs> <laughs> It was Evan Young who yeah. we, we saw debut at the last show against Ronan King. I like Ronan as well. Um, the only thing I was saying is it was a bit awkward though. See, because it was two new guys, it was obviously you were cheering for Evan and then for Ronan, of course, he was trying to be the heel. But you felt like there was some things he was doing. He still wanted to be quite encouraging. Even though it's a heel, you want to still give a wee clap every so often being like, oh, you're doing well. But you felt like it was kind of... You couldn't really cheer for them both. Plus, I realised that I'm getting old. Because, like, it's even someone like him, mm-hmm. who's obviously quite young, um, is trying to be a heel. Mm-hmm. My first reaction's like, oh, look at the little baby. <laughs> oh, look at the little baby trying to be an angry man. <laughs> Um, no, nah, but they were really good. Like genuinely, it was a it was a good match. A good you could see that they're going to go places. You can see in a couple of years they're really going to be something. Also, one thing I will say: um, Ronan King, tremendous shape. Yeah, and you know, I thought it was really cute though. His friends and that were all there, and they were all cheering for him. Because this is what I said to you before. See, when they are like at that age, as much as it's a passion for them, most people, like their friends and that, wouldn't really be into it. They wouldn't really understand it, and it can be quite daunting. And see, when you're quite young as well, you're a bit more. What's kind of word I'm looking for? You kind of want to make sure that you're like you don't stand out. Some do you know what I mean? You want to make sure you kind of just get by and stuff. You don't want to really do anything to get embarrassed don't. for sort of thing. Um, but the fact that he was doing this and he was really, really good at it, but you saw like a group of his friends were all there for him. I thought that was really nice. You can tell that he's a nice lad and he has nice friends as well, which I think is really something. But that's yeah. just me. I think that stands for a lot. But yeah, the match in general was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a barn burner when it's you know two brand new guys still getting kind of used to used to sort of performing in front of a crowd. But they handled their own very well. I think mm-hmm. Evan Young particularly is going to be massive. He's um, really good. And do you know what I liked as well? See, for Ronan. So, again, even though he had this whole thing going on, you'd expect him to be really focusing just on the match. But the fact he could still play on the crowd in that, even though it is one of his first matches, I think is really, really good. Because yeah. you either get them, they don't really do the wrestling, just too busy trying to focus on the crowd or vice versa. But he has already kind of got that down. He was doing the match and doing that. And he was showing that he wasn't scared. And he, 
like you deserve to be there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think that was really, really good because there's nothing worse than you feel a bit awkward during them. You're like, oh, you're being nice, but no, they do really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So now my, my big thing now is I'd like to see both of them against a more experienced guy. Yeah. Um, in a one-on-one match because obviously we've seen Evan, um, in the the court sort of multi-man mm-hmm. match on, on the, the Halloween show. Yeah, I know that Ronan did have a match on the, the Academy show. Okay. Which, again, I can't even remember who that was again. Apologies. But um, it'd be nice to see them on, on maybe the Summer Hill show. Yeah. Uh, against someone more established. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And the thing as well, again, kind of going back to it, see, I really like Evan Young. He's still, he's really good, but he looks a bit younger. So the fact that Ronan is young but looks a bit older, I feel like it will be easier for him to transition into kind of like a bigger role faster for just now. Yeah. Um, because he just seems a bit more... I will say though, right? Yeah. If Evan Young could stop wearing the 2004, Mr. 2004 t-shirt, because that makes me feel very old. Because I'm not actually that old. Yeah, that's... But that like... makes me feel really old. Because 2004, that was like... I'm 11 years older than him. It's just it's disgusting. I could be his big sister. Aye. Or in Glasgow, I could be his mum. You could. <laughs> I wish I was his mum, though, because she is an absolute legend. I love... Right, no, genuinely, I love her. Like, I hope she's at every one of his matches that I go to. She's so class and she's so supportive. She was getting at Yaldi. That's what you want. Yeah. So, the next match... The first match on the proper show. Yeah. The crowd were all in. They all had their tomato soup. Their oinks. Oh, right. So I found out, just as a side note, so again, I was starving because I always am. So I went up to the tuck shop and there's these things called oinks. I don't know if I'm the only person that's ever heard of them before. Bacon flavoured corn snacks. Yeah, they were so good. Like, I'm now a massive fan of these oinks. But anyway, on you go, you were getting started. So the crowd are in. We're all settled. We've got a Christmas... You know, music playing in the background. We're, we're getting hyped for the show. Opening contest was the Rejected, which obviously has Kaylee's favourite wrestler. Big fan. And friend of the podcast, Mr Mickey Vago. Good man. And his tag partner, the freshly crowned... Undertaker. Oh, sorry. Tri-County's champion. Um, believe it or not, he is not Biker Taker. I think, genuinely, I've got a figure in this room that has a very similar outfit to what he was wearing. I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm feeling it, though. Right, I've said this for day one. I like their look. It's not just because I'm a big fan um, of Mickey, but genuinely, I really like their look. Like, I'm really feeling it. They seem very put together, and that's why I like it. And the rejected were up against the team of Captain Alan Starling and Caleb Valhalla. Stupid sexy Caleb. Right. So I think we need to talk about how often Kyle will just shout stupid sexy Caleb at me. Just it's just his thing. It's like your it's like your nose, like, I don't know, like just tick. Um Alan is one of the funniest people. Like, I love it. He was like genuinely hilarious throughout that match, don't you think? Oh no, Captain Alan is the, the funniest person in the world. I'm doing so well. We are winning. We are winning. Oh, no, sorry. I am winning. I am winning. Was his, was his big thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, again, as you know, I'm quite new to all this. I, I don't really know a lot of these people. Well, it's like I was saying before, I, I know, like, 
Kyle and Mark have spoke about these guys for years, but I've not really saw anything. I've seen things online and seen it actually in person completely different. And then, like I keep saying, I've listened to the podcast um, so often, so I've saw a lot of people. But actually see seeing Alan Stirl, old Captain Alan, in person, genuinely so funny. Like, in his match, like that match in general, I could have watched that for a lot longer because you had the comedy of like Alan, you had Caleb who again, like you can see what he's genuinely just he looks amazing. He just stupid sexy Caleb. Yeah, the fact that Kyle and Mark were both throthing just looking at him. Um and then again the rejected, again I really like their style. That's just like a style I really like anyway. So that match had everything. Everything worked really well together and I thought it was great. Yeah, it was it was enjoyable. Again the only issue is, right, is that Caleb is the best. He's, he's brilliant. Excuse me? Right? So, obviously, here at the K&K Wrestle Factory, we're big fans of, of Mickey Vago. I've always been a big fan of Chris Archer. So, you know, the, the rejected, I, I do like to cheer for them. Yeah. But I can't be, I can't be cheering against against Caleb. I can't be I can't be going against him. Do you know the one thing that makes me laugh, though? See, if you had all the guys in the ring normally, they're, like, quite big guys, and then Caleb turns up and makes everyone look like a child. Yeah. Just because he's, like, massive. Yeah, it's like, you know when you go to the gym and it's, like, just normal people in? Yeah. And then that one bodybuilder guy comes in, you're like, oh, come on. That's what it must be like for it's them. Just weird. But do you know what I always say, though? He's got kind of, like, the Drew McIntyre thing where you're like, mate, you're no fair. <laughs> like, you're no fair there. You are not like the others. At what point do you look around and go, you are not like the other people here just now? Like, his muscles has muscles. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the hell? That's, I don't have that much dedication in my life to ever get that fit. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, I think Caleb looked really good in this match. Not f- just physically. <laughs> um, I mean, like, in terms of the actual match. But again, um, do you know what I really like? Again, I feel like we've spent a lot of time talking about stupid sex Caleb. It's, he's a genuinely a nice person. Because normally, people that are, like, they're, like, well-built and all that and stuff and things, they're absolute arseholes. And he's not. Well, I don't know him that well, but um, from what I see, he's not an arsehole. This is when he turns. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, a really good match overall. And again, this is one of those ones. It was a match where you can get really invested. It's really easy to watch. You don't have to know a lot to know what's going on. And again, it's one of those matches that for people that are like the wrestlers on regulars, just what a really simple match, they enjoyed it. But for people like me, you and Mark, which look into it maybe from sometimes a slightly different perspective. Nerds! <laughs> yeah. We also really enjoyed it as well. So, yeah, I had something for everyone. And that's basically what, what you want. So, it was one of my favourite matches in the night. Not because I'm biased. It genuinely was one of the best matches in the night. Yeah. it was. I, I just liked having uh, Captain Allen. Just Because yeah. we were at that corner as well. Just some of the little things he was saying was just so funny. Also, I need to know where you got your t-shirts because I'm definitely going to make some with my face on it, doing the Grinch face, and just make like you and Mark wear them next time. Okay, that sounds sounds good. Sounds good. Um, so next match. Oh, for God's sake! Next match we had Mister P, the hacksaw Jim Duggan of uh, of wrestles in Scotland. How many concussions has that guy had because he punched himself in the face? A lot. He's embraced the chaos. Also, right, before we really get into this, we talk about Caleb being in good shape. Mr P's in good shape. He is, actually. He's in really good shape. 
but he's it's not he doesn't brag about it, mm. which is one thing. Caleb, you know, no. let's let's do a wee bit. As you know, Instagram this, Instagram that, right? Come on, get over it, right? <laughs> no, right. Can we talk about there was a spot in the match where he was just on the floor and he just like, put his legs above his head and just pulled his body up, and I was like, sorry. Ah, he's in tremendous shape. Like it's. it's if amazing. I tried to do that, I'd look like I dropped my remote down the side of my bed, and you do that thing where you don't want your legs coming out your bed, and you just start doing like the Exorcist. Yeah. It would look like that. I will say, Mister P is one of those people that I don't. It doesn't matter where you kind of put him on a show. He'll do. He'll do. He'll do. to do. Again, only saw a couple of things, but he seems like someone who's really just consistent, really, really good. And again, for him, the fact he comes out, you feel good when he's like his music hits and he's got his flag and the kids love it and all that and stuff. He's just he's got a bit for everyone. <laughs> I just go. <laughs> what are you doing? So, um, for for those listening to the audio version of this podcast, because there's only an audio version, um, I. I have like an AirPods case, um, you know, just to brag, got AirPods, um, and it's got a little um, grapple hook. Was that a carabiner? <laughs> yeah. Beaner. It's got a carabiner <laughs> on it. Um, well, there's clips, right? And I don't know why, but I put it in my mouth, and it clipped onto my mouth, and I got it stuck. When um, you luck. And I was trying to get it off just in time for for Kayla to ask me a question there, um, but we'll we'll pretend that doesn't. So happen. yeah, we've got Mr. P against Muller Murphy. Yeah, and I'll be honest, right? This match was about. Eh, I don't want to watch it again. Again, I, I don't. It didn't help, right? That see the crowd at Halloween Hijinks was amazing. The crowd on the show was a bit. Eh, we are boring. Eh, the crowd. We were trying our best because here's the thing, right? Evans, Ma, and Damien Wayne were the only thing that were really going apart from me, you, and Mark. That's true. I think we should all sit together next time. There's five of us. I think get us all in one section. Do it, and then it'll reverberate. Ah, right, no. Evan Young's mum's my new favourite person. Lover. But yeah, this match was not my favourite. Yeah, I think like I said, the 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 mat the matches at Halloween Hijinks that weren't necessarily like barn burners were still fun because the crowd were really getting into it. But I feel like the, the crowd at the show weren't necessarily getting into stuff as much. I don't know if that's because it's cold, it was miserable, nobody wanted to be Can there. I make a request for this match? I just need Moller Murphy to change his gear. Is it because of the trousers? The trousers, too, I just, too high. I, I can't, I can't get behind those trousers. Yeah, they're a bit, a bit high. Nah, they just, they gave me the fear. Fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad match or anything, but um, I think it was just a bit, it was just a bit, you know, the crowd weren't really into it and it kind of dulled things down a wee bit. Um, there were some fun bits. Mr. P chasing Muller Murphy and, and kick him in the arse. He That's proper funny. kicked him. Those were good boots. Like, that looked like a heart. Those were like, good I boots. could feel it. That was that was proper, like, lovely cushion header for Gerard. <laughs> oh, yeah, beauty. Okay. You'll um, get that reference. I did, but I'm just moving on. Um, yeah, so that was a that was a thing. I'll be honest, right? See, see with Muller Murphy, I'm yet to kind of get invested because so far, um, I know that he was on shows previous to this, right? But it's a bit like Big Show's Wayne. Yeah, but the thing is, he's meant to be a big scary dude that like beats up people, but he's not beat up anyone yet. Yeah. He, you know what I mean? Like he's been. In, it, it, I'm just not. I'm, I'm For not. someone like him, you would have to get him to come out, quickly squash someone and leave. Next show. Because. Next show, he kills Evan Young. Don't you dare. Deceased. Don't you dare. And Conor Malloy while he's at it. Don't you dare. 
that's not nice. No. What he needs to do is he needs to come in quickly, be like, Ugh, scary. Um, kill someone in a couple Martin of seconds. Martin Clunas. Maybe. <laughs> well, he can't get the rings. He's got no option. Oh, no. I know, I've got the perfect way to get us behind them, right? And this, this is our new mission is get K&K Wrestle Factory behind Muller Murphy, right? It'll take a lot, but when you go. Kayleigh. Be nice. Kayleigh, right? What did you say you'd love a wrestler to do? Oh, right. So, excuse me, everyone. Listen carefully. This is really important. This is how you will get me to love you. Um, what I need someone to do, we need Kyle to become like a stunt granny. I think the best thing a heel would ever do is if they came out and just snap someone's glasses. Like, full scale snap their glasses. So I've come up with a theory. Just a, a caveat. Please don't snap my glasses. I need them to see. I'll pay you to snap Kyle's glasses because I think it'd be hilarious. But anyway, I was thinking, if you don't want to snap someone's glasses for real because you're actually a nice person, which, first of all, pussy, but okay, um, I will happily bring fake glasses, stunt glasses. Gimm- you- gimmicked glasses? Gimmick. Are we, are we cut in the middle? Like, just so like the 3D glasses? Um, testify. Um, and you can just snap them. Now, that would get heat because 90% of the crowd are specky. Well, so I was going to talk about this, right? So we obviously got a message from Reese Dawkins, who is a glasses wearer. Ah. Right? So Mauler Murphy goes over to the announce table. He goes, you've been saying stuff about me. Okay. You've been saying my trousers are too high. <laughs> True. You've been saying my cat's deed. Cats. So here's what I think of you. Take the glasses, snap them. You can't see my trousers anymore. Boom. All the old ladies in the car. Beep. We just slowly start doing that. You bastard! <laughs> <laughs> this would be class. No, mate, let's just... Uh, do you know needs a manager? We're making a start. We're, we're, we're changing the podcast. Screw it, that's it. I'm going to become his manager. I'll be his mouthpiece. I'll snap the glasses. Here we go. We've changed the podcast, right? Okay. It's no longer reviews of WrestleZone. We're going to book WrestleZone. Yeah. That's that. I, I'm not going to lie. I think this, this, sounds more, this sounds more fun, guys. I think we're brilliant at this. So, eh... Uh, Okay. Moving on. Moving on um, to the next match. To the strap-on match. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, no, right, so I, I need to preface it okay. first before before you ramble on. So this was Sean Johnson um, against Brian Tucker. Um, also, we've not actually said what's happening in these matches, um, which I just realised which would probably be handy for a review. We just kind of said they were good. Um, so Evan Young beat Ronan King. Yes. The Rejected beat Alan Sterling and Caleb. Which, of course, they would because Chris Archer's champion. Mr. P beat Muller Murphy. Yeah. Which, again... Makes no sense. They made the strap match. Strap-on match. No, it wasn't a strap-on match. It was, because I got fucked watching it. (laughs) Right. I mean, no ill will to Sean Johnson and Mr. Mr. Tucker. Um, Brian Tucker, right? I've I've watched it for years, right? Very good individuals. Not together. Just stop this. Stop it. So... We've seen it a million times. See this match between them two? Strap, lumberjack, cage. Doesn't it make a difference? I've saw this match two times more than I should have. And I've only saw it two times. Again, Sean... First of all, Sean Johnson looks really, really good. I like him. His issue is, and we spoke about this, he seems like he needs someone to kind of, like, bounce off of, chase... 
and he's not getting that from Brian Tucker. So the whole point is, Sean Johnson, like you were saying, might be an underdog. Oh, he's at his best when he's but, getting battered. But Brian Tucker's running away from it. Makes like their dynamic doesn't make sense. Now I'm not an expert in all this, but it's just it doesn't make sense. It's as if they're both playing the same game, and that can't work. You need to have like a positive and negative so that they bounce off each other. You can't have two negatives. Um, so that's where again they seem all right on their own. I just aren't. I'm not feeling it. The strap match was an interesting choice. I like. I don't really know where the strap part came from because I know it's to stop him running away. Just stop. Let him run away. <laughs> Let him run so far that you could never have this match again. <laughs> because honestly, I can't watch this ever again. Uh, and yeah, I think that's the issue is that you're obviously new to this, but I think everyone's just a bit meh. About it, like mix up, like after lock. So again, after lockdown, from what you've said, a lot of things have changed, which is really good. But it seems to be this is the one thing that's kind of stayed the same. Again, mix up. There's so many people I think be really good at with this. And again, personally, for me, from what you have said and from what I've saw, I want to see a lot more of Sean Johnson. Yeah, Brian Tucker. I kind of think I've saw what he can do, but I feel there's a lot more of Sean Johnson that I've not saw yet that I would like to see. And like I said, this isn't anything against them because they're both really good. Yeah, and I think. Um, Tucker, a, Tucker, Tucker's brilliant at this whole like making you just hate him like he, he doesn't want anything to do with like yeah. it's just this this feud uh, but he needs to have someone <laughs> worthwhile to run away from like he's running away from someone that's smaller than him it makes no sense do you know what I mean see if he's like a big dude like get Muller Murphy after him there you go that'll be something um, but do you know what I mean you just need something for him to do what he's doing like it just they don't work together it just wasn't for me. Which, the only issue is, the thing is, obviously, so we felt. Um, the crowd were a bit dead anyway, but see, after having two amazing matches to start with, then we had two matches back-to-back, which kind of no one was really invested in. So the crowd just kind of died a bit, which wasn't great. And the issue was, this crowd were really hard to get going. And I felt like this just kind of like lost out a lot of momentum that the first two matches really built up. So it was yeah. a shame when it came to the next match, they really had to like push a wee bit further to, to get that momentum they should have kind of started with. And, and again, you know, to to sort of WrestleZone's, you know, credit, it's going to be hard to get people invested in stuff post-lockdown because, you know, it's been, they've been away for almost two years, you know what I mean? So um, it's going to be hard. And, and obviously, normally WrestleZone will have like their, their sort of smaller mm-hmm. um, rural, rural shows in your know, sort of Louis towns in between to kind of build stories and stuff like that yeah. um, into the big Aberdeen shows. So it, it, it's going to take a bit of time. but um, And I get that. And from what they've done, they've done really well with everything else. So it's no criticism saying this. It's just personally, I think it, they just need to go their separate ways now. Because the issues which is starting, and again, I'm new to this, but you have said it as well, it's now getting to a point where they're two good wrestlers, but people are going to start to resent them because they've been in a situation they don't want to see. So you'll be like, oh, I don't want to see them because I'm fed up seeing it. Whereas if they were doing something fresh, then you're keeping them going. It's just, just now, whenever I hear their names, I'm like, oh, and that's not what you want. You want to see them in a good light. Well, it's, it's like the, the Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley stuff from like last year. Yeah. 
or earlier this year where they would just wrestle each other every week. They were amazing separately. They're amazing now. But when you had it every week, you were like, if I see this match one more time, I'm going to scoot my own eyeballs out so I don't have to watch it again. So you know what's going to happen now, don't you? They're going to do it again next month. It's They're going to end up doing like a cage match at Anarchy or something like that. I will um, turn my chair away and face <laughs> the other way. I will pick up my chair, I will turn it round and I'll like physically look away. Oh well, that's what it is. But again, you know, try I, me. Two guys that have done really well for wrestlers, and I'd like to maybe see them do something else. Again, that's uh, what I'm saying. Again, to like summarize it, they are very good in their own. I just don't think their chemistry works together. Just doesn't make sense to me. But hey ho, and then we had a really good match after. Whoa, it. whoa, whoa! You're taking the reins now. What's, <laughs> that, what's this all about? We actually did our mission up next. Yeah, but that, nothing exciting happened then. I got raffle tickets that I didn't win, so move on. Well, we had intermission, <laughs> and then coming back in from the intermission, the, the first half opener was the WrestleZone tag... Oh, by the way, we keep doing this. Sean Johnson beat Brian Tucker in that match. It doesn't matter, though. But just so just so people know. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know why, because most people that listen to this were on the show, so I don't know why we're telling them what happened. <laughs> in case they missed it, I don't know. Maybe it was like, maybe Brad was doing his makeup or something. So, next match was the WrestleZone Tag Team Championship match, and it was the champions, Crusher Crabe and Connor Malloy. I really like Connor. Let me finish. I just had to say that. Crusher Crabe and Connor Malloy against the Foundation of the Future, Zack Dynamite and Ryan Riley, with matching gear. Right, so Foundation of the Future, like the three of them, I love this. Best thing ever. They're so good. Right, so... But they're horrible people. They're okay. the worst. They're scum of the earth. You gotta love a bad boy. Um, no, see when they came out with the matching gear. So that was something that I mentioned last time. Something that really irks me, which is just a small thing. Again, I have a cheek. I don't even wear matching socks. Um, but see when a tag team doesn't... Like, don't look like a tag team. It just it, it doesn't sit right with me because it's like, how can you have that much chemistry and work together if you can't even get that together? So their gear, so first of all, looked amazing. The colour scheme works so well. Their logo looks amazing, honestly. And they both looked so good. So Ryan Riley looked amazing and his gear fits him and like it really works with like him. Do you know what I mean? I love it when someone's... Like, there's nothing worse someone's wearing gear and you're like, that. you look uncomfortable well, on that. That's the thing, right? Is they've all got matching gear, but it's all unique to them. Yeah. So obviously Ryan wears the singlet, um, Zach wears the trunks, uh-huh. and, and Which, Brad wears the, the sort of. Do you know what I like? Tight, the see, long, the fact, long see the fact that he comes out with like the protein shake and all that and stuff. The fact he's wearing the singlet, it looks very like kind of old school, like wrestling, like strongman sort of thing. And I, I was feeling that. Um, Zach Dynamite, I don't know loads about him, but um, you've always spoke really highly of him. I saw a couple of matches you've shown, and see from what I saw in person. Oh my god, he has worked on his physique. He looks amazing. Well, here's the thing, right? And you obviously know my love for Aspen for you, right? Yeah. But see when Aspen broke into like down south, not down south, but like into the sort of Glasgow and in that area, there's absolutely no reason why Zach Dynamite couldn't have done that at the same time. Mm-hmm. It just was circumstance. Do you know what I mean? So he's he's some he's someone that definitely should be all over Scotland. Do you he know what looks mean? amazing. But again, he, he seems like someone that I want to see more of them. I've only saw this one match. This one match I saw where was so good. But this is where it's on the contrary. Um, Crusher and Connor 
amazing wrestlers, but the one thing that I didn't like, they don't look like they go together. They still look like father and son. I mean, that's the kind of the point, though, isn't it, for them? Yeah, but still, if they're now champions and they've been champions for so long, I'd like to see them wearing, not necessarily matching gear, see if it's just the same colour, to know that they're a unit. Do you get me? Yeah. It was like, when if you told me, look at the people in the ring just now, who do you think is tag team champions? I'd be like, oh, the ones in the matching gear with the tag team moves not the two guys that still look like singles. Because the whole point with that progression, they were singles put together and now they're working together and they're working together so well they're now became champions. Yeah. That is the only thing. But saying that, personally, I think Connor's amazing. Like, I really like him. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. how does he get his hair so white? This is something I need to know. That's a, a lot of effort. Yeah. Apparently. Um, even if he has never listened to a band, in his life. I'll forgive him. He listens to RuPaul and that's amazing. It's just not right. Why? It's just, how, how do you do your whole life without listening to a band? Yeah, it's a bit weird, but we'll let him be. We don't want to pull on this thread because there's like a lot of music that I should have listened to I've not. And I mean, you as well. To be fair though, he probably gets enough jip from like Scotty and Martin about that, so... We'll, we'll, we'll leave him be because he's good, right? So that's, and again, that's anyone that can get his hair that white is amazing. So, so yeah, this match was was entertaining. Um, again, it was really good. Crusher's obviously been doing this for years. He knows what he's doing. He's he's been you know champion for a reason. He's main evented you know the ballroom show for a reason. He he knows what he's doing. Conor Malloy, very very good. Um, the one thing I would say about this match, right, that was probably my highlight, was see when it was Zack Dynamite and Crusher. It was unreal. Like, see just Zack Dynamite getting thrown about mm-hmm. by Crusher. It just worked so well. I don't know why those two worked well, so well together. Thing is, but they do. Crusher seems really, really good. But see, when you had the other three, you just kind of like faded to the background a wee bit for me. Because again, you had um, Zack and Ryan who were just. I don't know, they just had this whole like aura about them. They came out in their matching gear, they were holding themselves really well. You can see they're like they're really caring, they've got this whole new team and stuff. They had this whole, like I said, like aura vibe and all that, and they just seemed like they meant business and just they looked like a step above where they were last time. Um and again, Connor's always just looks really cool. I don't know, I just have like a really cool feeling about him. I feel like he's really cool, he's one to watch. I feel like he's got a lot like to come. Um, but then Crusher, who was really good, but he just didn't seem he was on the same level. Not in that way, it's as if he was just doing his own thing, which is cool, but all of them were really, like, they felt like they'd really, like, upped their game during that match, and he was just kind of sitting where he was. That's just me as an outsider. You're maybe a bit more biased, because you, like, know a lot more about him, but for someone who doesn't really know him, he was good, he just didn't seem like he had the same kind of vibe about him that the rest of them did. Fair. I mean, I just like to see someone that lays their stuff in, and yeah. gets a bit physical and that's what he does so it was nice um it was a nice change because again a lot of the guys sort of on the show so far were sort of your your sort of younger guys um and you know we obviously had the tag match which was more mm-hmm. like a comedy thing yeah. whereas you know crusher and especially with zach like i said was just throwing around and zach was getting battered up very well but see with that i would like to see him on his own whom um crusher to see what he's really like. I like that obviously he's got him in corner and stuff, but it would be interesting to see because I feel like I don't know a lot about him just now. Yeah. Like, but again, that's just because I don't know a lot about him. I get that. I get that. Um, so, 
this match was really good. Um, Crusher and Connor picked up the the win against the Foundation of the Future. There was a lot of close like near falls in this match. I, I thought they I were thought, going to take it. I thought they were going to take the title, um, and I wouldn't have been mad about it. No, especially when they they sort of wore the um, the matching gear and stuff. Um, we'll get onto what happened later in the show, but it makes sense why they didn't. Uh, but I can potentially see Brad and Ryan winning the titles at some point really down the cool. line. Uh, only issue is I really like how Ryan and Zach work. Yeah. I've not really seen much of Brad and um, Ryan. Obviously, they, they sort of wrestled more before uh, the, the COVID stuff. But, you know, I think Foundation of the Future, fantastic. and uh, I love it. And you know something as well? It seems really fresh just now in WrestleZone. It seems something that's not their usual bag of tricks. And I like it. They're very different. And... Yeah, they've got a lot going for them. And do you know I think is really interesting as well? See if someone's got a gimmick that you could see they could take that and they could put it in another promotion. It's not just like a promotional thing. Yeah. I think that makes it seem better. And I could see them taking that and using that in other promotions, which I think is a really good thing. Yeah, 100%. So yeah, that match there, um, Crusher and Connor retained the titles. We then had our penultimate match of the evening which was a bit of fallout from Halloween hijinks we had uh, Omar Mohammed, who is one of my favourite wrestlers I love him against Ted O'Keefe who is bad man so first Boo. of all Omar is just so sweet um, I love like his ring gear is amazing I know that was it not on Billy's podcast we're talking about it his like jacket he's got I think it's I love it he just looks so cool and I just think oh I think it's amazing. Yeah. It just looks amazing. Um, he is so fun. He's got like an infectious smile. You can't help but be so happy when you see him. And I think this was a, a really important match to have on this um, card because, like you said, the crowd were a bit eh yeah. about getting involved with stuff. But when, when Omar comes out, you can't help but kind of yeah. get involved with the entrance and stuff like that. And, you know, he's, he's a good laugh. And I think this match in general was, was good. I think this is where... We were talking about matches not really having much build to them and all that. Yeah. This match only really had one show, but... You knew where it was going with it. And also, to kind of go back a couple of steps, it wasn't WrestleZone's fault for the crowd. We have to remember, it was... Most of them were at the football before it. They were really exhausted. And then when they came here, and again, it just, like, they were already pre-exhausted before the show started. So just because the crowd weren't behind it is nothing on this show. It's just genuinely circumstances where the crowd were. Because that's why there was, like, no one there until the football finished. Yeah, and again, obviously, there's been a lot of stuff up in Aberdeenshire with, like, the, the storms and all that. Hence why Mark had no electricity at his house for about a week. Yeah. Um, I think he's still, he's still out today. So... You know, there's obviously a lot of stuff like that that's happening, so it makes sense why they they weren't the hottest of crowds, yeah. but it, it was still it was still good. But yeah, this match in general I thought was really good. Um, I think Ted is really good in ring. Bullied the crowd, came up to me, liked my jumper. That's all that matters. So again, you know, he's he's, he's good in ring. Uh, him and Omar sort of they actually the work match. together more than you think they would. Yeah, um, my favorite bit from this match was when Omar did the wee headstand in the corner mm. um, and he kicked him in the face. That was so good. That was, that was really good. So Omar is someone that he does way more in the ring than you expect. You see because he comes out, he's dead cheery, he's quite playful, he's quite happy and funny. You expect him just to be a lot of comedy and most people who do comedy don't really wrestle. 
or don't really do like very intense moves and stuff because her whole thing is comedy. They kind of rely more on that. But the fact that he can be funny and cheer you up and do all this, but then still wrestle the way he does, yeah. you don't get that often. He's got a very unique talent in that. I will say as well, I really hope this starts to become a thing because um, obviously he's came from um, FPWA um, down in Fife with Andy mm. Wilde and, and Johnny Lyons. Scottish Stew, rants and reviews, <laughs> friend of the podcast. Uh, I don't know if he knows he's a friend of the podcast, but he is. Um, oh, I love watching those videos. Yeah. So I, I hope this becomes a thing because I know obviously Caleb's um, down there now. I hope there's sort of more interlinking between WrestleZone and FPWA mm-hmm. um, because, again, I think there's a lot of good talent up in WrestleZone and I think there's a lot of good talent down in Fife and I think both could pr- learn from both environments. They both have the same issue. We are, because they're not Glasgow, people pretend they don't exist, but yeah. they're really good because, see, a lot of the WrestleZone guys I've now saw, I'm like, there's no reason why they haven't went further, but it's because Glasgow's pretty toxic and seem to think that they own wrestling when well it's a bit shite there now in it so true uh, i'm allowed to say that i'm from here <laughs> fair yeah we've been saying it for years it's fine um so yeah uh Ted o'keefe picked up the win against omar after faking out his wee knee injury which was uh because oh, george michael came out <laughs> which was quite good uh, and yeah as you say dino del monte Made his return. It was your first time ever seeing Dino De Monte. Yeah, right. Again, I want to talk. I loved the whole mullet with the earring thing. Like I was really feeling it. It's uh, a cool look. I am a big fan of the mullet. Yeah. The, the mullet was quality. Uh, it's good to see Dino back. So at first, I had no idea who he was. Again, the whole can you see thing. Um, and Kyle just reminded me he's the funny guy that was on the podcast. So I was like, ah, okay, I know who he is now. So that's the outfit back which is another tag team we're going to have in the tag team division the outfit yeah why Um, I don't know okay do they have a bunch of farmers Um, oh they can't be a farmer with a mullet well they're not not meant to be farmers I don't think but Ted O'Keefe looks like a farmer he does Um, it's called his ginger and wears a waistcoat and by default when Dino's with him okay you think farmer do you know what they should go I think they're meant to be like gangsters or something they try to do the Peaky Blinders thing? I think so. Okay. They need to go more towards that then. Like, push it right that way. Like, old school gangster. That would be pretty cool. I'll dress them. Okay. I'll give them fashion tips. I can't dress myself, but I can dress others. Right, so WrestleZone Management is another PSA. Um, hire Kaylee as your your fashionista. Mm-hmm. I can do it. So, that then brought us to our main event of the evening, which was for the Undisputed WrestleZone Championship, and it was a Christmas brawl. Mm-hmm. So this was Scotty Swift, Bruiser Brad Evans, and Damien, the, the current champion. Thoughts on this match? So first of all, I have a big announcement. So everyone knows Mickey Vago's like my boy. So he needs to be number one. Okay. Bruiser Brad is, it would be number one, but he can't because I can't do that to Mickey. He's my number two. Like, he's genuinely one of my favourites. Right, I'm not not being funny, but you're joining the bad man and you're a bit late here. Well, I didn't know any of them before now. Okay. Like, no offence, right, but the way you used to speak about WrestleZone, it, you didn't make it sound as good as it is. You and Mark made it sound completely different to what it is, so that's why I was never interested. I mean, I've been so in my own eyes, bloodily, I very say that, happy. That's on you, that's how you <laughs> took it. All I presented you with was factual information. Okay, fair enough. So, um, 
this you. match was really good. So, if we break it down a bit, I like Damien's style. He's quite cool. It gives me kind of Pete Dunne vibes. Um, I don't know if he was doing it before Pete Dunne was doing it or what, so I can't really comment. But I quite like this style he's got. The fact he's a bit like, kind of like a rocker. Like looks pretty cool. He's got his tattoos. Rocker, you sound a bit fifty or older. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like he's got like quite a cool like. One of these style. rocker kids. Shut. Up. He's got like an edgy style, so I'm always game for that. Um, Scotty Swift again. He's just a class guy. Mummy. He's so cool. Like I don't like. I never used to get it before. I didn't understand when Kyle would talk about him like all the time, as if you were getting some sort of shares every time you said his name. Um, but I get it. I understand. There's a vibe when he comes out. It does. It does bring that vibe. Um, very big fan. And you know something's really interesting. So I've only kind of saw him in, like, I've not saw him in a lot of matches. Saw him in more kind of like comedy bits and kind of this and stuff. I've not really saw him in a kind of serious match. To see him in this was a bit more serious. It was cool. And something I like, he's got this really cool vibe. He makes sure everyone's okay around him. And you can see that. So even during this match, he was making sure everything was cool. He was checking everything. You could see he was always checking like the crowd and stuff. So he seems like a genuinely nice guy. And that goes a long way. And then, like I said... Apart from when he killed that man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a very niche reference. Um, if you're wondering about the time that Scotty Swift killed a man, um, you need to listen to one of his many podcasts with Mr Billy Strachan. Yeah. Um, and then Bruiser Brad, I just, right, so first of all, I'm going to go on a bit of a topic here. Um, I think he looks so good. Like, his whole, like, outfit and everything, his whole everything is just working so well. I'm glad you kind of got rid of the mask. It didn't bring the right vibe. Now I feel like you've got it. He's, like, got the pin in it and he's really, like, got it all worked out. Do you know what I mean? His gear looked good, his hair looked good. I even quite like the face paint. Big fan. Yeah. Like, like we've said this last time, like, Brad is probably the the, the future star, I would say, of WrestleZone. Because obviously, I, I sort of made a tweet the other day about how Zack Dynamite's probably the most underrated wrestler in Scotland, mm-hmm. um, which is true. But I think in terms of like the future and mm-hmm. potential, yeah. I think Brad's up there. Like, oh, definitely. Brad's one of those people I could see wrestling all over the place. Not yeah. even just UK. I'm talking out of the way. If we, if also, he has really sick tattoos, which I like, because I don't know what it is. I don't know why people, as soon as become a wrestler, decide to get shite tribal tattoos. It's like my biggest pet hate. Um, but he has like really cool tattoos. Yeah, and again, this whole Bruiser Brad stuff, really, really good. Love um, it. His gear, like we said, we obviously mentioned uh-huh. the Foundation the Future matching gear, really nice. It's so nice. And also, we're really big fans of um, Bruiser Brody. So it's like a nice little nod to that as well. Um, no, genuinely, I think, again, the match was good, but again, just kind of like go back on it. I think he's finally, it's as if he's really refined who he is, he really knows who he is now. From what we saw last time, he seemed like he was like 80% there. He just needed to kind of fine tune it. And I feel like he's really done that now. And I think it helps this time. He came out with like the rest of his kind of like trips. Because um, last time you had to explain to me that they were like a thing together. Yeah. But as you said, didn't have the matching gear, didn't really make much of a nod to it. It didn't really make sense. But when he had like his kind of like brothers behind him, it really made a difference. And yeah, 100%. But the match was class. Well, like just in general. Well, this is the the thing that 
it's really good to see because obviously as someone who's followed WrestleZone for years, mm-hmm. you know, you you look at it and one of the main concerns was probably that who was going to take over the, the mm-hmm. sort of mantle of the, the sort of top guys because, you know, you're looking at, you know, your Scottish Swifts, your Damians, um, you know, all your sort of, your top guys there, your Crabs, all those sort of folk, you know, they're not, and I don't, I don't think they'll mind me saying this, they're not spring chickens, you know what I mean? They've been around the block for mm-hmm. a while, you know, so then you're thinking, right, who's then going to step up and be the next kind of big mm-hmm. guys? You know, you've got your Chris Archers, who's younger, you know, you've got... Um, younger, but what, from what I've heard, he's not got the knees for it. I mean, he's got the knees of a 60-year-old man, but, um, you know, you had all these sort of younger guys on the, the card that you're like, yeah, they're there, but we're kind of lacking that sort of big pool of guys. Uh-huh. And then over the last sort of couple of years or so, We've had a lot of good guys come through, like Brad mm-hmm. Evans, you've got your Conor Malloy. We're yeah. now seeing that Ronan King, who's got a lot of potential, Evan Young, um, Ryan Riley, obviously, as well. Um, again, Zach Dynamite, who's been there for years as well, but he's one of the younger guys. Um, and I, again, it's one of those things, because before, any guys like that that were really good, like Aspen, mm-hmm. went away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Dad Nathan North, who looked like he was going to have a lot of potential, He's obviously moved away as well. So you kind of you get these sort of names that then kind of branch off a wee bit. Um, these, obviously, I, I don't know what's going through their own heads and all that, but what it seems to be from watching it, they seem to be that they're good, but they seem like they'll still have the loyalty to what they do things here as well. They seem to really care about it. And what you notice as well, from watching the wrestling, from watching the interviews, from watching the podcast, from even just seeing how they're on Twitter, they actually like wrestling they actually care about that part of it and you can see the difference. When you get a young guy that wants to do it to become a name, you can see how they act, but you can see a guy who wants to get far but because they like the wrestling and it really makes a difference and you can tell these guys love what they're doing. They're always like looking for feedback, always talking about stuff, always doing this and doing that and I think that comes across really well and that's why you want to get invested in them because you actually care. You're like, if you care, I care and I think that's really cool. I think that's why it works out so well. But something that was good with this, personally, I'm not a massive fan of triple threats because people don't always do them right. You normally get the... It's kind of like weird. It's like two guys fighting and one is just standing about and all this and stuff. And it's a, it can get really awkward if you don't know what you're doing. The dynamics during this match are really, really well done. And they all work together as well. They're very different. The three of them were like complete opposites. But it all came together really well. Plus, what I liked about this is, obviously, it was a Christmas brawl, right? So you get your normal stuff, like, you're funny, we, like, hitting each other with sledges and all that, right? Yeah. But they also took it to, like, that next level where uh-huh. they had, like, a ladder. Yeah. They had bobbles, which everyone thinks, oh, bobbles. Bobbles are sharp when they break. Do you know what I mean? So, it's when Scotty Swift opened the box, it had the two candy canes and was given as, like, the whole Ninja Turtles moment. That was fun. That was fun. Um, but, yeah, I think... The, ma- the match itself was really good. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of disgusting spots. Um, Again, the ladder the thing ladder I didn't stuff. expect. So I was just looking, I was like, oh, he's got a ladder, what's he doing? And I was like, no offence, this is wrestling, they're not going to get a ladder involved. And I was like, hold on a minute, the ladder's getting closer and closer. And then there was some spots I was like, you're having a laugh. It was Damien got like a back body on it. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. We're in a community centre, sir. Why are you doing that? They're serving soup. <laughs> I'm eating oinks. Um, yeah, but oh, it was really good. And then, of course, as you want to talk about what happened at the end of it. Spoilers. Well, well Damien picked up the win. 
Um, the one thing I'm going to say, right, and we didn't touch on this, right, before we talk about the aftermath, there was a lot of dodgy refereeing, particularly from Denzel. Referee Dennis Law, not the football player, <laughs> is known for calling it down the middle, right? Maybe he needs the same glasses I do. He is the law. A few dodgy decisions, the tag match, the, the foot was on the ropes. He didn't see it he and he didn't, didn't even it. listen. No, do you know who else we should going to call it for that? Martin. Martin get a good view of that. He had to go over and tell him here's the belts. He could have said something, but no, he shut his mouth. Shite bag. Yeah. Shite bag, Martin. He was probably thinking about all night how he had to get that ring really fast and it looked like a fish out of water. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. <laughs> so, at the start of this match, um, they were, he was doing the introductions, right? <laughs> and um, as he was introducing Damien, I think it was, uh, Brad Evans attacked Damien and started the match. Um, and obviously they just started going at it, brawling, and Martin was in the ring. <laughs> He'd had a terrible night. <laughs> he, he forgot what year it was. He'd been banned for Twitter. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, right, I've seen I've seen some terrible people get out of the ring, right? And we did talk to him afterwards, and he, his excuse was that he, he's not a trained professional wrestler, right? But I'm not a trained professional wrestler, and I've got out of the ring before. But this was comedy gold. Nah, this was, like, there was nearly a pissy seat, put it that way. Because <laughs> what, what baffled me is, right, and I don't... See, when you slide out of the ring, right, you're not, like, if you're sliding out the way, Normally we kind of go sideways, like Stone Cold, you kind of roll, so yeah. and put your legs down. Um, Martin went feet first. <laughs> got stuck. Forgetting that he had the rest of his body, so he kind of like slithered out, but then like his head got stuck. <laughs> he was kind of just, but his, his legs were just hovering over the edge of the ring. Like, you know, like when a child sits in a seat yeah. and just that, ah, and then he was stuck. See if you had to tip your granny at your wheelchair and just watch her fall. That's what it was like watching him get out of the ring. So I would love to see the footage back of this, um, because he then obviously has to run and ring the bell to start the match. Funniest thing ever. While wearing the slidey shoes that you just saw him skeeting about him. Oh, it was beautiful. Um, and as expected, I pulled him up afterwards for it because it, it was hilarious. But also during a serious match where like Brad is just absolutely battering everyone, you'll just see on the footage Kyle cackling like a witch for a, a good 10, 15 minutes because he just couldn't get the image out of his head. It was funny. It was funny. It, it brought me joy. It brought me Christmas joy. <laughs> and that's the Christmas spirit. So, um, this match was won by Damien. He beat Scotty. And Bruiser Brad to retain his WrestleZone championship. Um, he then, you know, because Brad got the white stuff all over his face. He did the the powder. Um, he thought we were in Glasgow. Well, moving on. <laughs> uh, so he obviously won the match, retained his title, was celebrating um, with the the crowd, and Santa came along and had a bit of cheer. The one thing I will say, right is um, this is an announcement to any WrestleZone fans that are watching, right? See until Martin Clunas says, thank you and good night, cheerio. I sit down. Sit down, right? Get your jacket off. The show's not finished yet, right? He's not getting anywhere to go. We Th- know you. This is the rules, right? Your resident MC, the host of the show, ring announcer, whatever it is at any show you're at, they start and finish the show, right? They were acting like they had somewhere to go. Do not leave until they say good night. Right? That's why they're there, Right? Especially when you have to walk past the ring when people are trying to fight each other. Because the wrestling hasn't stopped. Anyway. I think it's ironic people will queue up like six hours before <laughs> it 
But yet they'll leave halfway through it. Like, where are you going? You have nothing to do. So anyway, um, it's not like it was late. The rest of the show was finished quite early. Mm-hmm. So Santa comes out, starts celebrating with Damien, um, and then Brad Evans gets up, starts attacking Damien. He then turns attention to Santa, throws Santa in the ring. No, the best part is, so we um, saw the clip that's on YouTube. There's a wee child in the background shouting, you're on the naughty list. <laughs> and that just broke me. So he gets Santa in the ring. Everyone's like, boo, Brad, leave Santa alone. Then Damien gets in the ring, starts standing up for Santa, fights him. Good um, boy, Damien. He's, he's standing up for, for Christmas. He turns around, boom, clothesline from Santa. It was an outrage. He ruined Christmas. But guess what? It wasn't Santa at all. It wasn't. It was Zack Dynamite. So Zack... Love a bad boy. ...pulls off the outfit. Um, Ryan Riley comes out. They get Damien down. They pose with the title. And it's not been announced yet, but it sounds like we're going to get Dynamite versus Damien at Summerhill. I think that'll be an amazing match. Yes. From what I've saw so far. 100%. 100%. It looks as though they two will work really well together. And it would be interesting to see. So again, from what I've gathered, Damien's had the title for a while, hasn't he? It's yeah, a long time. Yeah, because of COVID. Yeah. So it's been a couple of years. He's like really beloved. Everyone's really behind him. To then, hopefully, Zach wins it. And it'll be interesting like having it on the heels and stuff. I know that's like a really good dynamic for like chasing it and things, but really interesting to kind of like push them and, and really cement them as a team. To make sure yeah. they're legitimate. They're not just a team just for kicking about. They're actually a legitimate team. And they look amazing. And I will say, if there's anyone that deserves a WrestleZone Championship that's not Aspen Faith, it's Zack Dynamite. And also, if they're all wearing gold, it'd be cool if they actually get to wear gold as well. Well, as Mark pointed out, imagine if they all had the titles and at like Anarchy, like a big show like that, they all wore white and gold. Oh. White gear. Not in that way. White, <laughs> white gear and red. Oh. Fantastic. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Um, but yeah, if anyone Apart deserves that Lewis title. Lewis wore it and looked like Bo Dallas. That's true. You, you, need to, you need to pull it off. It, yeah. it depends on how you wear it. Plain white trunks, not the one, but with like a, some sort of outfit. A little sum sum. Um, but I'm assuming, I'm assuming they were all designed by Aspen, who is very good at those sort of things. Very good at everything he does, let's be honest. Okay, so that's Kyle's 20 minutes of trying to suck Aspen. Well, all I'm saying is, right, it's time for him to come back. You genuinely love him more than anyone. One of the first conversations me and Kyle ever had before we started going out, we were talking about where he came from, um, blah, blah, and he mentioned a wrestler. He was like, oh, that's a really cool wrestler. And I was like, oh, I saw a really cool guy one time. He had like these braids in, and I swear to God, Kyle started foaming at the mouth. He told me every fact about Aspen. I basically know his address at this point. Just because Kyle is such a fanboy. Yes, correct. What's wrong with you? And I've, I know his game. He keeps posting photos of the venues that he's at. I'm not falling for it. You're going to shit yourself and take a photo outside our gaff, aren't you? He's <laughs> <laughs> just outside kicking. I'm not falling for it. We've been here before. I know what he's like. He's, he's pesky. But if WrestleZone would like to bring him back, that would be nice. Thank you. I don't think I want to be there if he comes back to see your reaction of him in person. I still remember the time he turned up at ICW and you audibly hear one scream in the crowd, 
one female scream in the crowd. They pan the camera and it's Kyle. What, the female scream? Literally, it's like high-pitched. You're like, oh, someone really fancies him. Aye, Kyle. Didn't you wear his T-shirt to like WrestleMania and someone pointed out? No, so I wore it to Access um, and I met Eric Rowan, mm-hmm. Big Red, um, and we posed at the, it was the Money in the Bank photo op. Okay. So they had the ladder and the money in the bank hanging down. And you climbed a ladder? Yes. You don't climb anything? So me and Kean, my brother, climbed either side of the ladder. Where was Eric during this? And Eric stood in the middle with his arms folded. Oh, I thought he was like hanging from like where the money in the bank would be. Um, but I was wearing my, the, the first Aspen face top, the uh, the skull with the pigtails. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted that top, to be fair. You can actually get it. He's got a, he's got a website with all the little t-shirts on it. Okay. So you can get it. Um, Christmas sorted. <laughs> plug. Um, so, he, t- he told me, I mean, that's a nice shirt. What is that? Is that like a, is like a wrestler? Or? And I went, yes, it's a wrestler from Aberdeen. And he was like, that's cool, man. Yeah. And that's when me and Eric Rowan became friends. Good man. Big red. Okay. Class. So that was the show. It was a it was a good time. It was a, a roller coaster of emotions. It was good. Overall, um if I had to give my kinda closing on it. I really the first show we went to, it was cool. This show had I don't know what one was better to be fair. This one, some of the matches I would say were like better. I like the like the vibe last time. I think it's my first one. It was different. The crowds were cool, but this one there were certain matches that stood out that were definitely like calibers above. Mm-hmm. But again, you can really you can tell they've shaken off the nerves um, from being the first show back. A lot of people really knew where they were um, on this show, and from what I've said about some of the guys, this is if they really refined who they are. They know who they are. They were trying out new characters and stuff and new gimmicks and things, and they really know where they're going with it just now. So with that being said. I'm really excited to see what happens next. Um, yeah, so we we've started something. I don't know, I don't know how this has happened, but we've now got our hotel booked for the Summer Hill show. Um, yes, the fact of the matter is, the show is like only a couple hours long, and we're doing like twenty four hour round trips. No, like legitimately, we spend longer travelling to the show than the actual show itself. Yeah, which is which is wild, um, but. It's really enjoyable. It's mm-hmm. nice. Get a wee night out in Aberdeen. And by night out, I mean go to the wrestling, go back to the hotel, order takeaway. Because Kyle's the most boring person ever. So if anyone does actually want to do something over in Aberdeen, I will happily do it. So I don't have to just sit with Kyle. Yes. Um. So, yeah, that was, that was pretty much the weekend. It was a, a very eventful show. And with that being said, we are meant to have these podcasts regular, but Kyle loves to patch me. Um, so hopefully there'll be another one before the next show but if not then you'll just get a review again because that's all Kyle seems to want to do podcast wise lately well I'm not going to make I'm going to call him out I'm not going to make any guarantees because that's where I slip up right because I make guarantees and I don't keep them right I know they're, they're less they're not guarantees um, they're non-guarantees you've just ruined that <laughs> but anyway um yeah, uh, again, in terms of the podcast going forward, plans are obviously to um, get a more regular schedule and get stuff going. But again, that kind of is where you guys come into things. If there's anything you'd like us to see, talk about, all that stuff, give us a shout, I think. You give us ideas because Kyle has some shit ones. Um, when I start talking, 
I just talk a lot of rubbish and don't really stop. So I kind of need to have like a topic so that I'm not just boring you all. And um, maybe we'll resuscitate Mark because, well, who knows where he is just now. He'll be under his house again. He'll be bidding house. on some ICW No Holds Barred merch. Yes. He doesn't even have to bid anymore. He, I think they just they just assume that he's going to get it. Yeah. He now owns shares in that company, I believe. I'm just waiting for the day they book him. Oh. Honestly, I will also say, anybody that wants to just, for a laugh, just like punch Kyle on the way out to the ring in WrestleZone, he says he'll take a bump. He says he'll be totally game. You don't even have to tell him beforehand. He's totally game for it, and that will honestly make me laugh. Just give me a wee knock. Yeah, I'm, I'm. You'd love it. I will. I will do anything to to, you know, protect the business, as they say. <laughs> so if, if you come out and give me a wee slap across the head, you better believe my chair's going right back. I'm I'm ended up three rows back. <laughs> I'm like Shawn Michaels versus uh, Hulk Hogan at SummerSlam. I'm doing flips back into the into the wall. And <laughs> Honestly, just you, just you wait. You're gonna use what your whole what is it three weeks wrestling training to um, give you combined, yes, across multiple training schools, yeah. Um, but the less we talk about it, the better. You just have to bite the bullet and go back. I can't anymore. I'll do it, Kaylee. You know, I'd be game. You know how we joke about Chris Archer's knees? Yeah. I've got like less knees than him. Nah, I'd be totally game to do it. I'd get a bash. You couldn't do it now. How? You talk too much shit about wrestlers. And? That's, that's a lot of pressure. Nah, it'll be a laugh. Come on. There's lots of those many other females I have to compete with. Go for it. Get yourself up to the Wrestlers on Training Academy. Oh, I would just start booking myself three-hour trips up. Yeah, I used to do it for like three weeks. It would probably just be cheaper and easier if I just somehow booked them to come down to me. Sounds like a plan. We'll get a ring in the back garden. <laughs> we'll hire their big birthday bash that you keep threatening you're going to get. I'd love a birthday party from WrestleZone. I'll get you one. Let's go for it. Okay. But on that subject, <laughs> we're going to wrap up. If you want to keep in contact with us... Uh, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> make sure to follow the Twitter page at KKWrestlePod on, on Twitter, obviously. Um, and personally, I am Kyle What UK. Kaylee is... I think I'm Kaylee Laugh. I think so. You've you've gone incognito these days, haven't you? you went, what do you mean? You went private these days. You're hiding from the haters. No, just too many freaks were trying to message me, so I took myself away. I'm going to unprivate it. It's just, there was too many people being like, but, oh, do you want to see my feet? No, you're all right. But don't let that put you off. <laughs> Kaylee is, is welcoming. Um, so yeah, if you want to get in contact, let us know um, and give us a wee shout. Obviously, the podcast is on anything, obviously you're listening to it right now, so it's on something that you use, um, Spotify, iTunes, whatever, so make sure you, you like and... Subscribe or whatever it is that you do on the on the application that you use. Just do. I'm getting a bit delirious now. I just want to beat Colt Cabana again. So if you want to just help us do that, that'll be class. Yeah, let's go for it. So thank you very much for listening, guys. I will see you next time. Bye. Peace.